and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I have the honor to have a returning podcast interviewee with us today, Hansley Cazzo, who has already shared multiple teaching tips with our audience. You can find his prior tips on our website, ttelt.org. Hansley started his career over 15 years ago in Japan and is currently working as an English language fellow in Montenegro. Today, he's going to share with us a very interesting topic called ChatGPT. So I will let him explain a lot more about that. Welcome, Hansley. Great to have you back with us. Thanks for having me again, Eileen. It's good to be back. Yeah, so to start off, can you explain the terminology and we'll dive in with how it's used in the classroom? Well, let's so uh, I believe ChatGPT has been shopped around and the new conversation today in technology is artificial intelligence AI. And if you've been paying attention, there's all types of AI that uh, create all kinds of new music and, and sounds and uh, pictures and images. Uh, and I think that the uh, ChatGPT is the newest evolution of that. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> For our listeners, so, might not be familiar yeah. with the term. <laughs> well, if, if you're not familiar with artificial intelligence, it's basically the ability for machines to think for themselves like a human would. Mm -hmm. in a nutshell and we do use we do use artificial intelligence every day so for example if you are someone who loves to post on social media or instagram and you never took a photography class but somehow your pictures look great and amazing it's probably because the artificial intelligence in your cell phone camera it usually gives you like suggestions on lighting or it adjusts the 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 blurriness or focus of objects, that's the artificial intelligence in your cell phone. And that's just a basic example. But today we'll talk about ChatGPT and we'll go into how more advanced artificial intelligence has become and how we can use it in the classroom. Fantastic, well, let's dive in. So yes, please tell us how can we use it in the classroom? <laughs> so, uh, okay. For teachers want to use this. You are muted, uh, Hensley. Can you unmute yourself? There you go. Sorry, could you repeat that? No problem. So the website here that I'm showing you is called ChatGPT. It's created by a company called OpenAI. And this company created this free chatbot, so to speak. But the beauty about this chatbot is that it responds and speaks to you just like a human would. So for example, if you type in, hey, ChatGPT, how are you? It'll generate a response similar to as a human would. Can it speak? No, it doesn't talk. Uh, at the moment, maybe my internet's a little slow, but. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Usually the response is really fast. 
So you can have a conversation online with a <laughs> an AI with the with the chatbot. There's the there's all kinds of uh, interesting ways it's it um it operates. Let me just refresh the page the page here. Can it do any auto correction if you uh, like say you're learning English and you misspell something? Will it do any grammar or spelling correction? Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so I, I said, hey, ChatGPT, you are on a podcast. Say hi. And the response here is hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm ChatGBT, and it gives you a whole rundown of who it is. Now, to answer your question, Eileen, absolutely. So as a tool in the classroom, ChatGPT, I know teachers have heard that be wary of it. Students are using it to copy essays or plagiarize their work. And that's probably true. However, <laughs> however, as teachers, we can also use it as a tool for education. and. I personally subscribe to the philosophy of this is coming whether we like to uh, like it or not, and possibly getting ahead of the curve will help us manage it more when it comes to our classrooms. One way that we can use it that I really thought was interesting is you ever, you know, beginning of school year, you want to welcome te uh, parents or students to your class. You can ask ChatGPT to write you a sample template a welcome letter. So for example, can you write a welcome letter for my ESL classroom? And here you go. It'll give you a sample letter. Dear students, welcome to our ESL classroom. I'm thrilled to have you as part of our learning community. And it gives you a spot to put your name, gives you a whole rundown, your ESL teacher, best regards. That's amazing. And it happens so fast. I've never used that. Yeah. The difference between ChatGPT and maybe using a Google search or Yahoo is ChatGPT, it'll, it, you know, if you use a search engine, they'll only give you links. Here, ChatGPT does it for you. So can you um, download something like that so you can edit it the way you want or copy and paste it? How does, like, if you want to change the content a little bit or personalize it? You would probably just copy and paste it. You can copy and paste it to a Word document or, you know, whatever application you use to type up what you need. Okay. And if I am yeah. a student and I wanted to practice my English with ChatGPT, you were mentioning that it could do it auto corrections for grammar, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So if you were a student and you had an essay that you wanted to, let's say, uh, correct, you can absolutely copy and paste your essay into ChatGPT and ask it for suggestions to improve. So, for example, I'm going to use. I'm just going to use this writing that it gave me already and we're going to just copy it right here and i'm going to paste it right back into the document 
just going to eliminate some things. And what I'm going to ask it to do is give me suggestions to improve it. Can you give me suggestions on what to add to this letter? And here you go. Certainly, here are some additional suggestions you can consider to your welcome letter. Classroom expectations, right. uh, assessment and grading, individual learning goals, resource and materials. It'll give you a slew of things. And you can even be specific as far as, uh, can you explain in more detail number five class schedule wow that's amazing yeah and it'll give you that and it'll give you a detailed explanation wow it's so, typing away yeah i see that that's amazing so if any of you are listening to this podcast, I highly encourage you to watch the YouTube. It's on our YouTube channel because you'll see it live is much more impressive than just listening to it. It's something you've really got to see. It's really cool and pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's Go ahead. Yeah. Now, let's say you you are with beginner ESL students, but some magical thing on news happened and you really want to get involved with your students, but there's no articles at their language level. You can go to the website, whatever news source you uh, use. And what I'm going to do is uh, I'm gonna copy and paste an article that is from the TT uh, ELT website. One of their blogs, the blog is called, What's the Worst That Could Happen? And I'm going to paste this blog in here. And here's the thing. I can ask ChatGPT, hold on. Can you rewrite this blog for a third grade, how about this, beginner level ESL? student huh, that's great and then repost repaste the blog here we go so it makes the english much simpler for anybody who's just listening out there it basically mm -hmm. writes it quickly and puts it in simpler english can you and do we can see sorry go ahead um, say that let's uh take a look at the comparison yeah. it says i've become obsessed with podcasts i listen to them this is the first paragraph rewritten. And it, it's it's changed the uh the it's changed the the text a bit pre-COVID. It says before the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, there's a few changes. What was your question, Eileen? Sorry. Sorry. I'm just thinking of right now I'm teaching an intermediate ESL class for adults. And, you know, one of the big thing is even though they're intermediate, a lot of them are different levels of their grammar knowledge. 
So I'd love to use this in my classroom tomorrow and be able to say, <laughs> we're, we're, we're practicing the present perfect tense and a lot of them are still making errors. So if you wrote a sentence that had an error in it, uh, could you write this incorrect sentence and then ask the chat GPT to correct the grammar for you? 100%. So, so if I said, I... I got my book today uh, or whatever, yeah. I, I Let's say I, I have got my book today, right? And I said, can you correct this sentence? Let's see if what was, I, I received my book. So All you right. actually put in with the present perfect tense or something like that? Yeah, use the present perfect tense. So what, for the listeners out there, chat GPT changed the verb instead of have you, I have got my book, it changed it to I received my book, but we want- I have received my book. Okay, well, they put it in, anyway, they use the, <laughs> the present perfect tense. So that's great. Right. Yeah, um, and then, you know, you can also ask it for advice on Let's say you have pasted your essay in here and you you want to improve it or you know um, answer a prompt from a question. You can absolutely, whatever question you're answering, and you know, uh, if you're a student using this or someone who has to answer a, a prompt, copy and paste the question into with your response into ChatGPT. And you can ask it, have I answered the question? And if I didn't answer the question, what ways, what can I add to answer the question better? And you can even ask it for, on a scale of one to 10, how good is my answer? So you can, you know, it's really amazing. Yeah, so one of the biggest time consuming aspects of teaching, especially if teachers are teaching writing, any kind of writing skills for English language students, is doing the corrections right so mm -hmm. a teacher could do this much more quickly rather than doing it by hand with a red pen or whatever uh they could cut well they'd have to type in the student response unless they had it typed and then or copy and paste it from a a word document something and then have the corrections done for them so they don't have to spend all the time doing the corrections Correct. If you if you collected your students uh, typed essays via LMS like Google Classroom or Canva or something like that, you can copy and paste whatever document and then, um, you know, have ChatGPT check it out. You can even ask it for feedback and then give that feedback to students or have them paste their own essays into there and ask them what what feedback did ChatGPT give them. Yeah, it would be a great learning tool in the classroom because then you could yeah. show the difference of mistakes and how to improve the mistakes and add vocabulary and all that. And it's a, it's a great way to, to build uh, autonomy within the students that they can figure out ways to, you know, get feedback on their work as well. So, uh, of course, human feedback is always preferable, but you don't always have access to that. Right. And like you said in the beginning, which I think is really important, is we as 
educators need to be realize how we can use this as a resource in our classroom and not be afraid of it, but embrace it and see how it can help us do our job even better as a learning tool. So if uh, somebody, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, what were you gonna say, Ivy? Oh, I was just gonna say if somebody wants to implement this tomorrow in their classroom, um, what can you send them as a resource to access it? Sure, uh, all you have to do is just type in a search engine, ChatGPT, you'll see a website pop up. Uh, it'll be OpenAI or ChatGPT, and then there'll be a link for you to try it out. And then click that link and it'll ask you to sign up. You do have to use uh, email to make an account. But once you've done that, it should open up to the ChatGPT webpage. Now, remember, this is a web page, not an application. Even on the cell phone, there is no official ChatGPT uh, app, app or application. It's all web browser. Okay, that's important to know. Okay. Yeah, there, there are a lot of dummies, dummy fakes out there. Or, you know, uh, so just be aware of that. It, it'll be say ChatGPT, and you should see the ChatGPT logo. Okay, uh, but it is free, correct? There's no charge. Is, this is, there is a premium, it is free. There's also a premium version that uses the latest version of ChatGPT, but uh, I've found that, you know, this basic version has worked fairly well. Well, thank you so much, Hansley. This yeah. has been fabulous to learn about for myself included, and I'm excited. Yeah, yeah our listeners because I think it's very hands-on teaching tip that most people could apply in their class tomorrow. It's pretty straightforward and simple to integrate into any class. And, and you know, play around with it, you know, check it out, ask it all types of questions. I will caution. I do have some cautions, Eileen. Yeah, please. Uh, so the data in chat GPT. So chat GPT is not connected to the internet like a search engine is. So for example, if you ask it for the news today, it will not give you the news today. It Its database is only updated uh, to September 2021. So after September 2021, the data is, there's no new data. So it can't tell you the weather today, uh, update on economic statuses of countries, or if you're asking for the current population, it won't know that it'll give you data from 2021. And it will tell you also that, hey, I don't have data that is current. Okay. That's another thing. And the other part about it too, is you do have to check some of the responses because it will often, it, it still gives false responses from time to time. So this is really just a tool to give you a basis to work off of, uh, I definitely caution using this as a end-all be-all and type it in and don't even look at it right I caution no that's an important caution we can't get too lazy as teachers yeah yeah you can't get too relaxed yet yeah <laughs> no but it could be a great resource to help you in classroom and use it as a teaching tool and show the students the difference and help yeah. them learn to the process right not copying and pasting but learning through why they're making their grammar errors or whatever it might be yeah, it's a really great learning tool. Uh, even in my own writing, I've used it to help me figure out where I, I need to uh, improve in my writing or what strategies of writing a certain way I can employ. It's, it's a really good tool for that. 
Yeah, and I think writing is one of the biggest challenges for language learners of any other language. So this could be a great resource. Does it work in other languages besides English? 100%, you can translate it to whatever language. Uh, you know what, I'm not going to say whatever language. However, I will say that here we've used it in Montenegrin, Spanish, I've seen French, uh, Japanese. So it's it definitely incorporates multiple languages. Great. And you can, trans, you can translate documents back and forth. Oh, that's awesome to know too. Lots yeah. of resources. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of, there's a lot it can do. So what we will try to do after we finish this interview is get a little summary bullet points for you that we'll put into our show notes for our listeners of highlights of what ChatGPT can do for you that may not have had time to be mentioned today. But we are really grateful for your time to open our eyes to this great technology that we can now integrate into our classrooms. Any final words you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, just, you know, if you have any thoughts always or questions, feel free to reach out to me on my uh, social media at ESL underscore Hans. I always have uh, questions and always have the answer and help out other teachers. Wonderful. Well, we will put that into our show notes as well so people can reach out to you directly. As well, we'll have the link for the chat GPT information for you all. Thanks again for joining us today, Hansley. We really appreciate this valuable information. My pleasure. Teaching techniques. Have a great rest of your day.